Show. It is Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hump day, everybody. Happy hump day, everybody. Happy hump day, January 31st, 2024. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host, as always, Ryan Cruz. Welcome back, everybody. Happy hump day. I hope you had the humpiest of all the humps of all the hump days of all your humpiest hump of life. That's what I'm saying. It's better hump it up because it's Wednesday. And of course, if it's hump day, we got to be here on Cruise Control. And joining me back, as always, is my lovely co-host, Miss Sabrina Vittoria. Sabrina, welcome back to Cruise Control. How you doing, girl? Hi, I'm wonderful. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Happy hump day. Have you, uh, you having a good humpy? Uh, am I having a good humpy? I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure. Um, What's up, Queen? It, I'm alive today. Hi, Queen. How are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's always a good thing on a hump day. I had a, had a weird week, so uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm great. I don't know if well, I'm, I'm happy to as have you enthusiastic back. as you are, but that's kind of normal for, for, for our relationship, right? So It's true. It's true. <laughs> Someone's got to be like the... Whoa! Someone's got to be like that. Calm down. Calm the fuck down. Um, but thank you for being here. And of course, Sabrina, it's Hi, hump day. Here. It's Wednesday. What's up, GR? And it's that day of the week that, of course, if it's Wednesday, if it's hump day, we got to have this man here, our comic book man himself, Mr. Sean Sullivan. Sean, welcome back to Cruise Control. How you doing, man? Hello. Oh, hello, Cruise Control Universe. Happy to be here. Uh, looking forward to get into it. We have a tight timeline today that Brian really needs to stick to. So I better <laughs> shut up so we can get to it. So hello, it's, everybody. It's, uh, yeah, good to be here. It's all wishful thinking, Sean. It's all wishful thinking. You know, yeah, we, we initially is. were an hour. We're, we're an hour show before. We're not an hour show anymore. We try, but it's <laughs> just try. not It's not happening. We try, you know, news. we try. Yeah, too much news, yeah. Too much, too much breaking news. But of course, Sean, here we are. It's Wednesday. It's a great day. We need somebody to bring some knowledge, drop the facts, drop all the facts of life in your plate, make it. You fucking eat that shit up and then enjoy it for supper right. tomorrow and breakfast for the next day. And that is Mr. Mike Casey. Yeah. Mike, welcome back to Cruise Control, man. How you doing? <laughs> a drop and drop. Facts, so you can eat that. Good job. That's that's my job, right? I'm, I'm cruising, Brian. I'm cruising on this Wednesday. How you doing, man? I'm I'm cruising all the way. Like you know. Yeah, am I not, yeah, am yeah. I not allowed to do that? You can't like bounce it right back to the host immediately when they ask you a question. I'm uh, yeah, man. Know. I like. We're it's it's the, like wait. I was gonna say the middle of January. It's the middle of winter. End of January. I got out on my bicycle to fight the bicycle. gray today. Uh, and and it Summer helped. Tracy. So I got some bicycle riding in. Um, I'm doing great. But this this being here with you guys today that is brings the sunshine into my dreary gray winter lifestyle. Wow. Who's into your tantalizing dreams too, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. It's just a ray of sunshine, isn't it, Mike? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, a super ray of sunshine. Well, because it's hump day, everybody. It's a great day. Half of the week is done. A lot more to do. A lot more to accomplish. We're here to hang out together, talk about some news, just get into it and just have a good time. Because again, it wouldn't be Wednesday if everybody wasn't here because it's cruise, it's cruise control time. That's all it is, you know? I was, I, I'm, I'm a little excited today. I don't know why I'm excited, but I am. I'm always excited because I have to be. It's a million dollar haircut. That's why you're excited. You're looking good. I, like that, Look yeah. That I sharp, man. Look at that, fade. that shit down. Oh, wow. I know. I fade. I fade it right up, wow. man. I took that hair away. Love it. I said goodbye. Love it. Goodbye. Get rid of it. I Let's said do it. I said goodbye to the hair, Sean, but I couldn't say goodbye to what happens every day on cruise control, and that is a very lot of breaking news. All right, everybody. Oh, you know, I'm going to be kind of cool, everybody, today. I'm not going to go crazy with breaking news. I want to make it so people can get their hot takes today. But the very first uh, thing I want to talk about 
is Paramount. That's right, Paramount, Paramount Global. Now, we've been talking about for a long time that it has been up for sale. Of course, Skydance has been the number one person going after right now, which makes sense. They've done so many movies together. Why not? They can acquire the whole studio, save it. But now there's a new frontrunner coming forward, and that is Byron Allen. Now, if you haven't heard this name, like, he has been around for a long time. Of course, he's the owner of the Weather Channel. He has been on camera. He's had his own stand-up comedy shows. He's had a bunch of shows all over the TV, all over the networks, and now he wants to buy Paramount Global. And he made a 30, not million, billion dollar offer to Paramount to buy it for all the debt and equity of Paramount Global. So 30 million or 30 billion dollar, I want to say a million, but 30 billion dollar offer is fucking huge. Again, it's got the debt and equity. It also is the best solution, he's saying, for all Paramount Global shareholders. And it's a bid that would take, that should be taken seriously, he said, and pursued and not ignored. So he's hoping that he can buy Paramount Global, add it to its conglomerate, become the biggest network ever, and get that whole catalog and bring it forward. And you know, he might happen. We'll have to wait and see because don't know. Paramount's got a lot of issues that to work on. They also have new shows coming back and forth. And of course, we have another Star Trek project coming from them. Sector 31 has moved forward and they have started filming the Michelle Yeoh Star Trek movie. Or I should, yeah, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's coming. And uh, I'm excited about it. Michelle Yeoh is awesome from her character from Discovery is really fucking good. And I think this makes sense to give her own spinoff. She's fucking strong as shit in this, guys. Uh, I love her so much. She's such a great part of that show. And it shows like her talent, too. She can be from everything, everywhere, all at once to a Star Trek thing. She, she's versatile. She's awesome. She's an amazing actor. And I'm excited to see how this project moves forward. But they said, we're off to the races. And they're thrilled to report that principal photography has started on Star Trek Section 31. That's what the executive producer came forward and said, and they're really excited for this incredible ride. And I know it's going to be awesome. I, I'm, at least I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm really going to do. Because uh, we'll see. Don't really know. Can it be as awesome as, is it cake? Because is it's cake, it's now been renewed, everybody. And Mikey Day is excited to be going, is it cake? A million times more for whatever that paycheck is. So good luck to you, Mikey Day, because I don't know if it's cake a lot of the fucking time. I see it, and I'm like, it looks like it's real, but it's not. It's cake. So is it cake? Season three is coming, and it's going to start on March 29th. So if you love this, you're going to see more. Of course, they've been doing this since 2022. March 2022, the first season came out, and the last one came out June 30th this year. So is it cake? Yes, it is cake. Is it renewed? Yes, it is renewed. And something else that is renewed is it renewed is Hijack. And this kind of surprised me because Hijack was a good show for Apple TV Plus. Adris Elba, awesome, phenomenal in this part. The show was, you know, it's supposed to be a miniseries, like miniseries, like one done. Like honestly, it's about being on a plane and it's hijacked. Hence the name Hijack. And of course, stuff happens. And I don't want to spoil it for you, but you know, they get off the plane. So, <laughs> so where do we go from this? Of course, his character is supposed to be a big negotiator. So maybe another situation comes up for season two. It did so well for Apple TV Plus that Adrian Elba was even like, he was like, I was floored by the overwhelming audience response for season one. And Apple TV Plus was as well. So now we're getting more Hijack for a season two coming to your Apple TV Plus very soon. And that's doing very well for Netflix. Or for uh, Apple, for Apple. But Netflix also has something that's done really well that I'm shocked getting a sequel, but it is getting a sequel. That's Leo. That's right. Leo 2 is coming. Adam Sandler's comedy is coming forward. And honestly, I like Adam Sandler in this. I think he does a great job. Bill Burr does a great job in this too. Um, but, you know, the music kind of freaked me out. I'm like, I'm like where, where, why, why do you have music in this, guys? Whatever. It worked out. But, you know, Netflix had a meeting about what they're going to do next, what they're moving forward with. And they said they've been kicking around a Leo 2. And right now, Sidaros uh, came forward. He said the animation team is firing on all cylinders. And look, I think Leo resonated for the same reason the Sea Beast did last year for Netflix. So people love it. And they do watch it over and over again, which drives engagement and attachment. Leo and the Sea Beast are proof points that we can create original IP 
original my penis and the animated space. And I'm super thrilled to see what happens next for Leo. So if you liked Leo, you're getting more of that little lizard slowing around your backyard, licking fucking turtles and shit. I don't know. He's coming back again and also coming back again because they said bye, bye, bye a long time ago. Now they're saying hi, hi, hi. It's InSync, everybody, because InSync is back together and they've been recording their new album right now. As we speak, they're down there. JT's going, oh yeah, cry me a river. And they're doing their thing back and forth. But this is moving forward, their new album. They're recording a bunch of new tracks. Apparently when they did the Trolls movie, they just had a fantastic time just hanging out, kicking, kicking the can back and forth, being friends again. And now they started writing a bunch of songs. And they've been in the studio. And there was a whole thing that JT was on Kelly Clarkson recently. And he said, you know, we've been, oh, it was yesterday actually, been in the studio. It's been exciting. It's like better than we've ever been. It's a great place. And we feel, you know, re-engaged and just revigorating our whole relationship. So you're getting more in sync. Uh, can you feed the homeless with it, Queen? I don't know if you can. I don't know what that conversation is about, but I hope you can, Queen. I hope you can. But InSync is coming back. And honestly, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited what happens. You never know. But also something that's on a sadder note is Jay Leno right now is filing for a conservatorship over his wife. Because his wife right now is going through very bad dementia. Now his wife of 43 years, you know, he's really worried about what's going to happen. If something happens and he passes away before her, what would happen with her? How would she be taken care of? And so he filed this conservatorship over in L.A. for his wife, Mathis' estate, her finances, an arrangement to establish that, you know, the best living trust for her who's 77 years old to ensure that her managed assets are sufficient to provide her with future care in case he actually does pass away before her. And the court is not having her come in because she's apparently having a very hard time right now with everything. And her orientation's all off. Uh, her short and long-term memory is not processing how it used to and her concentration's way off. So he's just trying to do this to take care of her. And we'll have to see how it goes forward. But the hearings are going down on April 9th. I hope the best for him too. I really do. Um, I also hope the best for Superman Legacy, which we'll talk about a lot more tonight. But Superman Legacy coming forward more. And we found out that there's not going to be a Batman in Superman Legacy. And James Gunn was asked straight up, like, man, is Batman going to be here? And he was like, no. And his reason why Batman's not going to be in the movie is because he said he's just not in the script. All right, that makes sense, James Gunn. So I don't think you need Batman in here. Batman v Superman, they were trying to slam in Batman and Superman way too quick, make them together again. It's like, I think that didn't work that well, and James Gunn's trying to learn from that. Establish Superman, establish your Batman, and then you can have them collide. And I think they tried to do that way too fast last time. So of course, I'm like, man, he won't be in this shit. Like, why would you have Batman right now? Honestly, it doesn't make sense. But Superman Legacy is coming. Legacy means a lot. And hence why Family Guy's Legacy is just shining strong, everybody. 25 years. Can you believe this? 25 years Family Guy's been on. That's insane to me. When Seth MacFarlane came forward, he said that, you know, it's still, it's just striving and surviving and striving. And he told everybody that, you know what, it still has a sizable audience and it's a perfect example of being, you know, having an appetite for something more. So we continue to feed that beast. And there's no indication he said that the show was going to end anytime soon. So if you're a big family guy, friend, friend of family guy, you're getting more family guy. You really are. And honestly, this shit is awesome. I love family. Guy. I always, whenever I see it, I laugh a lot. I don't watch every episode, but every time I turn on, I'm like, he's always doing a great job, but the whole team is. And those voice actors have to be super excited, but you know what? Family guys go on time. We need to laugh every once in a while. Guys, we need to laugh because life is fucking hard. Ask Elmo. Elmo came forward and said, guys, <laughs> I want to check in. How's everybody doing? And Elmo tweeted this. Of course, Elmo's account. Elmo can't actually tweet. He doesn't have fingers. But Elbow tweeted this. Elbow. He's <laughs> real to me, damn it. 
<laughs> he is real. He is real. But he tweeted this out and everyone went nuts. People started saying like they're depressed and they're broke to Elmo replying to him. They're like, life sucks. I've been laid off. I, you know, I'm, I'm tired. My, my girlfriend's left me. I'm not feeling good. I don't my, where my world's colliding. And, uh, and then of course, even Joe Biden went out there and like tweeted Elmo as well. And was like, Hey, it's going to be okay. The, you know, someday that will sweep the clouds away. And there'll be sunnier days. And uh, Elmo responded to everybody and said, Wow, Elmo is glad he asked. Elmo learned that it is important to ask a friend how they are doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friends. Elmo loves you. And uh, Elmo loves you. So wow. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Elmo loves you. 181.6 million people looked at this post. And, uh, you know, it's what it is. Hopefully Elmo loves you enough to... Show up for Christmas. I don't know, Elmo. But that a lot of breaking news, everybody. A lot of breaking news. Uh, <laughs> Elmo thing kind of got me, but it's funny what blows up on the internet sometimes. It really is. But mental health is no joke, and I think that, honestly, Sesame Street's always trying to help people out. I think that's what the intention was here. And now that it became such a big deal, they're probably going to keep doing more and more of this in the future. So, hey, everybody, a lot of breaking news. What do y'all think about? Let us know in the comments. But there's a lot to talk about tonight. So, and I'm just trying to tighten the show up a little bit. You know, we're in 10 topics is enough for breaking news, I think. I think it is. And I a think whole that. Six seconds per topic, Brian. Wow. Six seconds. More than so usual. So I'm giving you that time, yeah. Sean. You've been asking for it. You've been demanding, not demanding, but you've been just mm, wanting it. So you're getting it, Sean. You're getting more time, more time for that segment. Take with the call. Hot takes. All right, now it's time for those hot takes. And this is that time, it's your first time on Cruise Control, where I give all, I have my breakdown, all the breaking news, I put it out there, 10 topics, and all my guests have to sit down for one minute, and they have to give their hot takes for all 10 topics of the breaking news. Now, if they get it wrong, the bomb blows up, their time is up, and their fate is up to you. Who will win hot takes? Because at the end of it, we're going to do a little poll, and you tell us who you think did the best job for their hot takes. Who has the best hot takes tonight? That's the question. A lot of topics, a lot of a lot of hot takes in these people's skulls, and I can't wait to hear what they got and what they bring to the table for their hot takes. So, hell yeah, hot takes. Sabrina, what do you think? Who's going to go first tonight? I'm really excited for Mike's joke, so let's go with Mike. Yeah. Oh, I saw I saw that there were just 10 topics in the breakdown. And I was like, I felt that was very directed at me. Like Brian's trying to give me a chance today. <laughs> I'm just trying to give everybody a chance. You know, you know if, this, if, this, if this is your first episode, Brian has a breakdown at the front. But don't worry, he's got a breakdown at the end of the show, too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's very true. It kind of happens. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Do not let me forget my sound clips i keep forgetting my sound clips in my thing and screwing it all up i'm trying to remind myself now i'm ready i can do 10. hot takes with sound i believe you got i this, believe mike. you mike you got this you. focus that that bad buzzer is not coming tonight mike i believe in you here we go hot takes and confetti all, all, all confetti, all confetti. I pushed the button too fast i was, I was too excited mike oh, give me a second oh sorry right. <laughs> all confetti. yeah I, I need to make you're sure you're, you're, you're amped up, right? You're ready to go. Mike, here we go. Hot takes. Here we go. I feel I feel like you got this. In three, two, one. Hot takes. 
Hijack coming back for a second season. Look, you end up on two hijacked planes, I'm starting to think that you're the problem. Uh, good luck to Jay Leno's wife. Usually being under his conservatorship means he waxes you and puts you in his garage. Speaking of antiques, NSYNC is back in the studio. The album cover is just them feeding pigeons on a park bench. Schedule those colonoscopies, guys. Uh, Leo 2 didn't realize the first one was written by Robert Smigel. I suppose that means it might be a good movie. For me to poop on! Uh, family Guy's been on the air for 25 years, and it's been good for four. Is it cake? Hey. Renewed on Netflix. Is it necessary? No Batman in the upcoming Superman Ooh. movie. He's busy sanding the nipples off his costume. Okay, here we go. In the year 2000. Our mental health advice will be dispensed by puppets. Thanks, Elmo. But unless my HMO covers depression caused by Byron Allen buying Paramount so we can turn Star Trek Section 31 into a daytime court show, I'll be out in the alley huffing paint with Snuffleupagus. Happy 2024. Hey, did you miss feeling everybody? He got them all. He cleaned out. He did. He did. He did. He did. He Dude, you're you're killing the combos, dude. It's amazing. That was that was why I know you guys like the combos, so I tried to. I love to... the combos. That was great. That was great. Yeah. That, was great. that was great. Yeah. Good job, Mike. <laughs> I showed you right, That's the job, nicest Mike. thing anyone has ever said to me. Thanks, guys. I I almost did it today. I seriously almost did it. No, you did it. Right? You did. did you do it? You said we you did it, it right? I think you did it. Yeah, I think you did. I think it's. I think it called close enough. You know, it's, it's, it was. It was there. It was there. Bruce, Feeling good. First Control. Time, Mike. Mm -hmm. It is. Maybe that's the first time. That's All the first right. time I cruise control. Right. Mike wins. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sabrina. Who's gonna go next then? Who's gonna get the hot takes? Obviously, Sean. Obviously, okay. Sean. <laughs> Sean, how you feeling about that? You got this tonight. You gonna be Mike? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm not. Uh, no that's is. just not what no I do. Is. I'm going to spend way too much time on the take. Batman thing and gloss over a bunch of shit and then probably uh, end, end with Elmo. I like to do chronological. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, like I believe in you, combo. Sean. I mean, yep. you know, I'm, I'm just saying, you Mike, you fucking killed it. Sean, no, I'm, I'm not discounting you, but no Mike, pressure. you fucking killed yeah. it. That's fine. Yeah, he he really did kill it, Mike. That was a, that was a great you job. That's all I can Sean, say. You're on time today. Maybe you're gonna fucking. I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling. I'm feeling I love I'm it really when excited. the resident intellectual is on. What's up, Mike? <laughs> Thanks, oh, Pepsi. Pe Pepe's voting for all Mike. Right, let's, let's, come on, come on. Let's see, let's see what Sean's got. <laughs> Sean, Sean, you got this. All right, here we go. Hot takes in three, two, one. Hot takes. I I don't really know who Byron Allen is, and I don't care about Paramount. Sorry. Uh, Section 31, great. More Star Trek. Uh, fantastic. Again, plenty of things to explore. Hope we figure out how they do taxes, though. Uh, is it cake? I don't really care, but glad Mikey Day is getting more work. Hijack Renew for Season 2. If they did, like, an anthology show, I'm all excited about it. Uh, but more Idris Elba. Sign me up for that. Uh, Leo 2 coming. Didn't see Leo 1. But, hey, uh, you know, Adam Sandler is owned by Netflix, so this is probably just how it works now. New sync music coming. We didn't ask for this sync. It's okay to stop. We don't need to go back to those days. Thank you very much. Jay Leno conservatorship. Uh, Mike ha Mike killed another joke, and I don't touch that shit about dementia. Uh, no Batman, Superman <laughs> legacy. Uh, not surprised. Good. 
Good James Gunn. Keep him out of there. We don't need him yet. Family Guy's been on for 25 years. Yes. Uh, they're trying to break the Simpson curse. Let's see what they do. Uh, I think they'll do well. And Elmo really missed a chance to just say, Elmo, sorry he asked. <laughs> <laughs> he got it, everybody. Nice. He got it. Woo! I just wanted to do the voice. That was just, uh, that's it. As soon as I saw the Elmo, the I have to do the voice. <laughs> Elmo, sorry he asked. Oh, Art. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Arts and all, man. How's it feel? It's too much. Uh, I'm getting epilepsy now. Okay, thank God. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, I really struggled in the beginning because, again, don't really care about Byron Allen. And, uh, yeah, Batman, we could just spend an hour on Batman. So don't, don't let, we need to move on. We are only, we're only two minutes off your pace right now, Brian. So. Oh, geez, it's oh, not wow. bad. That's cool. amazing. Not bad. Yeah. 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 I'm Let's trying. I always try. So, you know, you got to yeah. go. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> you still have to go. Your hot takes yep. are next. What are your hot takes? We need know. yours. We're going to find out. Screen, I, don't, I believe in you. As I believe in everybody here, I believe in you. The question, though, for me, for me to you is this. Thanks are you ready? Thanks for generalizing me. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, hey. By default. Thank you, queen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> By default. That was, that was, you know, it's, it. You're doing great. Are you ready for your hot takes? By Allen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go, Sabrina. Hot takes in three, two, one. Hot takes. I do care about Paramount, uh, unlike Sean. However, Byron Allen, again, don't know who he is. Like, um, I echo Sean on that point. So I don't, I don't know, as, as long as he keeps it intact, sure. Star Trek, I mean, not really into too much. I know you guys know that, but Michelle Yeoh, I'm super big fan. So, uh, you know, good for her, good for them. Is it cake, really? I watched the first season. I'm like, this is so boring. And I only watched it because it was nothing else was happening, honestly. Um, Hijack, loved it. Love Idris Elba. Hashtag Idris Elba for fucking life. I'll watch anything he does. Uh, Leo 2, I tried Watching Leo ones didn't really work out for me. Instinct, go fuck yourself, dude. Come on, you, a boy band does not do a re fucking convening when you're 75. That's ridiculous and stupid. Kaylin, what did people used to do? Like when, like normal people, like you get stuff, you have to get a conservatorship. Like that's so weird and stupid. Like just fucking, if you die, you die. Like I don't understand. I don't, it makes no sense. Superman without Batman, sure, keep it separate, love it. 25 years of Family Guy, crazy and awesome. Um, Elmo, dude. I mean, at least someone's bringing life to mental health. But I kind of remember when. Some balloons, everything. Go crazy. Is that? Does anyone does know the answer to this question? Does anyone know this? I don't know. He was, I thought, right? Yeah, he was at one he point. He's done a lot of things. He's he's been everywhere. He's like the, one of the biggest TV personalities. Been everywhere, but you probably don't recognize him. Like he, and he looks ran... familiar, but I'm I don't know who the fuck he is. I I lived in yeah. LA for like one year, and I crossed paths with Byron Allen like. 18 times. Really? I, I saw him yes. everything. Yeah. I'm sorry, 18 yes. times? Would you guys go to Mexicali every night or something? Many, no, many times. He's from Detroit. We got to support our boy. No, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Detroit Paramount. Rock City? Detroit Rock City! But Byron Allen wants it bad. $30 billion. Billions and billions of dollars I mean, for Paramount Global. if you Paramount have $30 billion Global. and I don't even know who you are, you're fucking conquering life, honestly. Like, and I don't he doesn't, he, I he mean, doesn't anyone, have like, it. He's he's not even a billionaire. He's just he's just yeah. managing some kind of some kind Oscar of the Grouch. Yes, fun. Queen. This is great. Yeah. Oscar the Grouch should be the one addressing mental health. 100% <laughs> Queen. 100%. I agree. He I concur. Be. 
He could be. But great hot takes across the board, everybody. I got to put the, put the poll up here. Brian did not put the poll up here for any seconds. What, what is going on with me right now? Uh, I think, though, that Byron Allen is one of those people that is just like in the industry. If you know, if you work on anything, you're going to bump into him eventually. He just like is everywhere. But Apparently, overall, Mike bumped into him on the daily. I know. It's insane. Pretty regularly. Amazing. Uh, just because I was working out at Gower Studios for a while and he had some shows going on in there. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, that's the question. Yes, I'm going to pull up everybody. Everywhere. Who won hot takes? Let us know. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll get back to that later. Hopefully, if, if you don't hear from me, uh, somebody remind me later because I always forget about the poll. So we got we to discuss this. We got to make sure we get the results out there because it means a lot for everybody that's doing it because everybody puts a lot of hard effort into these hot takes. And there's a lot of news that they're giving their facts for and their opinions to you. So we got to give somebody some props, whoever wins hot takes. That's all I'm saying. But thank you all for the great hot takes. Appreciate you as always. It's awesome. Uh, Peppy wants to say something, I think, quick before we move on. So, Peppy, what, what you got? Yeah, man, what's going on? Yes. Yo, player, if you enjoyed this video, please like and subscribe and hit the bell to be notified when we are live. And if you are able to join our Patreon, please join. Because the pep star needs more snickety snacks. Because I'm hungry. Holla back. Love y'all. Thank you, Peppy. Thank you, Peppy. Uh, the Pep Star is here, just kicking ass. Peppy, you gonna do hot always takes today? Come on, man. Peddling for snacks, that mother. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, he, no, it's fine. It's early to start dropping the MFs. Okay. <laughs> it's not that early. Uh, I, I just think Peppy should do hot takes sometime. Everybody's been calling for it. We're asking him to do it. I'm like, Peppy, can you just do hot takes? Hot once? takes are not for me, brother. <laughs> I, I know you said that, but come on, man. He's consistent. He knows his audience. He sticks in his lane. I really enjoy watching you all make fools of yourselves. Oh, thank you, Peppy. Appreciate wow. that, man. Appreciate but today, that. Yep, no one know. made fools of themselves, by the way. That's true. Yeah, it's very true. Peppy's got to calm down. Mike, how's the chunk of your car treating you? It's gracious, Pep. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks man yeah thank you but great hot takes let us know what you think put it out there get in that chat get in that poll but again it's getting late so we gotta keep that timetable there's lots and lots to talk about tonight so everybody now it's time for us to get into it come on Alright everybody, first thing I want to talk about tonight and discuss everybody is TikTok a little bit because this just happened today. Universal Music Group has pulled all their artist music off of TikTok. It's still on Instagram, it's still out there on X, but they pulled it all from TikTok, which of course TikTok is one of the biggest platforms where people are using artist music for different ticks to the talks and all the world they make. But right now I'm thinking about who's going to be part of Universal Music Group. We got Taylor Swift, we got Drake, Adele, Bad Bunny, I mean Billie Eilish, these big, big artists that have been used over and over again for people's like motivational walk or for others like you know they're farting on someone's face and they're playing a song i don't know okay. this is what happens on tiktok i think right. that what? people are being okay. <laughs> i used those it's, videos it's right viral it's that's, viral, that's man. That's not my algorithm. I don't think. It'll come around. It's called Pillow Talk. But so, anyways, okay. so this is the goal. Oh, fuck, so, the name of it. Okay, this is. <laughs> but today, today, this contract ended, and Universal Music Group was like, "We're not going to resign it again." They have demands for TikTok because they said all the other platforms are meeting their demands. They're actually paying the artists' rights, and they're actually taking care of the AI issue out there because Universal Music Group says that. TikTok's pushing for AI to replace artists. They're pushing for that option and they're taking away paying the actual group or the actual 
talents what they should be paid. And here's their three things they're proposing. They're proposing, proposing appropriate compensation for artists and songwriters. They're proposing protecting human rights from the harmful effects of AI and online safety for TikTok's users. Because they're also saying on top of there's a lot of speech, bigotry, bullying, and harassment, and other hate speech that's been going on, and TikTok doesn't do anything about it. They let it happen, run wild on the internet, on their platform, and they're saying they want that all addressed before they're able to sign on their contract to move these artists music back to TikTok. So of course, TikTok's like, you know what, you're clearly just thinking about your own best interests and not the artists, songwriters, and fans. And they're saying that's bullshit because you're the ones that are just trying to replace humans with AI at the end of the day, and you don't want to pay humans for their actual talent, their work, and their efforts. And I bring this out to the group because honestly, it's one of those things that again, TikTok see open west. People are open west, the wild west. Uh, they're using everyone's using this music. Like I said, we got the fart videos, we got the inspirational videos, we got the love videos, we got the you know, I don't know, cliff diving stuff. I don't know what the hell they do. But TikTok, there's a lot of this stuff that's being used. And I've always thought it was weird that this music was actually on these platforms. I do think I've always been like, well, how do they get paid? And apparently they have not been being paid well. Do you think this is a trend that will continue forward? That's the question. And if, you know, can they actually make a deal so it works again so the TikTok fans can use the music again? I'm going to go to Sabrina first here. Sabrina, what do you think about this? Do you think this is an issue that TikTok and Universal Media Music Group could actually figure out, work out, hash out the details, sign a new deal? Or is this something that's going to be moving forward, do you think? And there'll be more and more platforms and you know, groups that represent artists pulling off platforms like TikTok because their talent isn't being compensated in the right direction. I mean, I think that it's good to stick up for your talent and to want people to be compensated for their work. Um, Rachel makes a good point um, saying that, like, you know, it's a good way to get new music out there, I guess. I guess what I would do if I were in that situation, which I will never be, um, I, I feel like you could probably ask your artists, are you cool with this? It's like, Drake. do you, you know, what? That's Drake, when he has a nice facial yeah. mask on. I think that's a green tea um, pore cleanser right there. Uh, probably from, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I, I think if you ask your artists and they're cool with it, then sure. You know, and if they're not cool with it, then don't. You know, I, I feel like instead of making a cut and dry, maybe you can make it on a case by case basis. I, I, I love Billie Eilish. Um, I love a lot, of, I mean, I, it's a huge, huge catalog of music that they're uh, taking down. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's honestly up to uh, each artist and it's not up to who owns them. But to be fair, who owns them is getting a cut of their money. So that's what they're doing. They're doing it for them. They're not doing it for the artists, in my opinion. So. It makes me wonder, though, like how much they're actually being paid here, too, because, of course, they're not putting those numbers out there, Sabrina. You know, they're just saying it's not enough. It's at a time where people are pushing out against big companies for AI stuff and compensation. So they're getting on the on the bandwagon here, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. They saw what happened with the union strikes. Trying to get more I mean, money. I'm, I'm a huge proponent of people getting paid for what they do. But if you are like, you know what, I'm a new person and I'd love for my music to get out there and then maybe it can, you know, give you a platform to, to reach more people. Fine. You know, and if you're someone who is making a shit ton of money, they might be like, sure, use my music. I don't care. I like, you know, what I mean, I, it just it just depends. I, I'd rather defer to the person who is creating as opposed to the person who's managing the person who's creating. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then these artists really haven't said much about this yet. Of course, that just happened today. Literally today it went down. And I wonder what will happen. Good question, Richard. Does someone watch every TikTok video? Richard said, 
keep track of that on a platform. I mean, it's the same thing with like the streaming stuff. Like there's there's yeah. some sort of algorithm that keeps track of everything, and like you know, it's it's not it's not human regulated. Um, no, all the fart videos go to Brian, and then <laughs> yes, the rest of my route. take care of all the videos. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sean, I, I like do you your, watch these videos? Yeah, what do, you, no. <laughs> do you watch these? I'm just saying, I, I know. Sean's like, I am ready. <laughs> do you think that I'll the probably, AI thing is really a problem they're going after, or is it a money grab? And do you think the artists will eventually step forward and say something about this and let their stuff go back out there? Uh, let me preface this by, as a uh, someone that's been uh, studying music law for the past 48 years, uh, I, I <laughs> completely know everything about this. No. Um, to, to your point, uh, I, I don't think artists have a say in this. Technically, it is the Universal uh, uh, Music Group here that, that has the rights uh, to use and release and be paid for the music. The artists just make it, and then they handle all the things from there. Um, so in terms of like asking artists their permission, uh, unless the artists have the rights to it, uh, which at this point I doubt uh, that they can actually do that, um, uh, yeah, it's just going to continue to happen. I, I think platforms like this um, make money by just giving you what you want to see. And uh, a lot of that, yes, uh, is visual and audio cues to tell you and to hit into um, uh, what you want to hear. Uh, so I'm not surprised that TikTok hasn't been doing this. I mean, do you think that we, and I'm asking the group here, do you think we'll ever live to see a company uh, use its power for good? instead of fucking over and uh, not no. paying people what they're due. Um, that's, that just kind of seems that's... to be the, the, the way capitalism works. Uh, Valve, Valve. Gabe, Gabe Newell of Valve. He's the one. Is he? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm a believer. The, the one I don't know. capitalist like, I, I, messiah. I, I, yeah, this is, I don't is so. again the AI component of this whole thing does make it really difficult. Uh, we saw a, a ton of issues uh, with with, the, with Taylor Swift's uh, the AI stuff that leaked from her or what what it was done there. Uh, music and and fake audio are already here. I mean, you can go on Twitch and see a virtual Joe Biden arguing with a virtual Trump, and it goes on for twenty four seven. And nothing is going to take that down because it's an no. AI triggered thing and they don't have the rights to that because they're they're public personas and they're public characters. Um, unfortunately, yeah, the only like a universal media group does have the ability to take this stuff down. Um, but do they really have the technology or the power to demand that it goes down or can it not appear on that uh, uh, platform? Right. Like a lot of times what I've seen is the individual uh, accounts uh, on TikTok or Instagram. Like, we'll just have the audio as their username. And it's, it's, you can tell it's the song that it is supposed to be, but that's a way to kind of like hide from the sensors or the, you know, scanners or web crawlers or whatever the hell they use to do this. Again, <laughs> I have only crawlers. been studying this for 48 years. Uh, so give me some more time uh, and I'll, You'll and I'll be there. You a law review. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Ty? Hi, yeah, Ty. I, that's the whole thing. It's like there is no regulation. That's the problem. And again, like we talk about the George Carlin thing. They're trying to sue George Carlin's AI program for making that that dudesy thing. They're trying to sue them. That the the, uh, the state's trying to sue them. But again, there's no rules. And so, like, how do you sue somebody when there's no laws for this? And there's been a big push, push, push. So it is the wild west for this shit. And I think that overall, these artists, again, I agree with but both of you. The artists probably have no say in this. They really don't. They they sign a deal with the record label. Record label should. makes these. They should, but they make these deals like when Spotify first happened too. Like people weren't getting paid, like they're not getting paid shit really for Spotify. And that kind of stuff oh. was a reason why 
Metallica fought Napster back in the day. Why musicians are having to tour more than they ever had to. It's just what it title, is. Musicians get right? screwed. Title, yeah. title is a thing. Remember that? Lexi title. made the point, title. though, that the same thing happened with YouTube, I guess, a while back, right? which I didn't know. You know, so I, I guess that's, either. you know, it's, it's, you know what? It's when things are new and you're forging a new frontier, like it's kind of, you know, there, there's this weird, like uncharted territory. I'm not saying that this is new currently, but like Lexi mentioning that this happened with YouTube, you know what I mean? Like there's, so like when, when things are first starting, they're, they're begin like AI is kind of taking off right now. So like you're trying to put regulations on something that you're not really aware of. And unfortunately, as you mentioned, Sean, like there's, you know, you sign, you kind of sign your life away when you sign a record deal. So, you know, it's like whatever they want to do, they're going to do. And you're just a byproduct of it, which is unfortunate because you're the person that makes it what it is yeah. you know? yeah. I, I completely agree also i think it was rachel or might have been lexi in the chat had mentioned it but like this is also going to hurt those artists that aren't at the yep. bad bunny or the mm -hmm. drink level or Taylor Swift, but that's are still covered 100%. by that same company yep. and that's going to really who would actually the, benefit from the exposure exactly, from this from like exposure, exposure yeah. And, yeah. and adoption and just people talking yeah, about people their like, music now 100%. they can't be exposed to it and uh you know if i don't know it's yeah it's disappointing uh, again Artists suffer, the audience will suffer, and uh, corporations get bigger. So, yeah, no, those will gain at the end of the day. Mike, how do you yep. feel about this? You hear all they're talking about this. They're talking about the, you know, like the corporations are kind of running this. Is it a TikTok thing or is it the actual music, a music company? Do you think they can work a deal out? And do you think that this will be a big impact moving forward for artists and upcoming artists and the music entertainment industry moving forward due to these deals falling apart? Uh, I think it is going to be up to the companies to figure it out, frankly. Um, yeah, obviously, if, if I'm an artist and my art is driving clicks, that clicks is selling ad space, I'm generating money for you. I want a cut of that because otherwise it's kind of thievery, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, you guys, uh, it, it seems like Sean thinks that they're going to have to deal with this um with like organizational regulation which i think uh i think they are going to be the ones that have to come up with uh have to come up with the deal uh and i say that because we're seeing um we're seeing the government is trying to regulate a lot of this stuff the ai shit the george carlin shit it's coming at us real fast i mean there were senate hearings today uh about yeah. where the TikTok ceo was at uh where zuckerberg was at they're talking about child endangerment in uh in online platforms right um and i'm watching this uh just moments ago and all the guys, all these senators, they're old as fuck. And the landscape is changing really fast. Um, we have, there's no, we're approaching the singularity like way too quickly. The landscape scape is shifting way, way, way too fast for the old, uh, for the old way that we Old develop regime. rules and systems and regulations to catch up with it. And then I don't think, and like the, what the last internet law that they were talking about being passed where that just established that uh, platforms aren't responsible for what's posted is like 28 years ago. If we're still dealing with like that as our most recent ruling, like we have no hope of ever, ever catching up to it. Um, so I do think it's the people with the, incentive um and the money to litigate that are going to be the ones that have to figure out uh how these companies negotiate 
with e with each other. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the Universal owns the property, so they they can they have the authority to pull the plug. It was it's time for years ago. It was I think it was fourteen years ago or something like that. But it was. Um, uh, Senator Ted Stevens, a Republican from Alaska, who was like a head of, uh, uh, you know, like the Internet uh, Committee or whatever, subcommittee uh, in the government, called the Internet a series of tubes and also <laughs> posited that his email had to get through other people's tubes uh, so that because he wasn't getting his emails quick enough and his grandkids wanted to send him images or some shit. That's who runs our fucking country. <laughs> and that's who fucking knows and like makes laws on technology. They have no idea what the hell's going on. Uh, so it's going to take a long time for like shit to catch up. And by that point, I mean, the, the cows left the barn, right? Is that, is that the saying? I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I like the cows left the barn. Uh, the horse is out of the barn. The horse, horse is out, out of the barn. barn. Yeah. You put a cow I in a barn. Like the cow. You put the horse the cow shit it. in the barn. The horse was in a stable. The cow shit the barn. Cows in, no, cows in a barn. The horse is out of the barn. That's I learned. <laughs> I learned that uh, terminology over COVID. Um, oh, because okay. uh, uh, what's his name? The, I trust you. Uh, Cuomo. I trust you. The the, the 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 older Cuomo who got ousted out of the government. Sure. Andrew. Andrew, Andrew Cuomo. Andrew. Yeah, thank you. It took okay. me a minute. I'm like, it wasn't, it's not the guy from CNN that's not on CNN anymore. Um, but yeah, so like the, the horse is out of the barn. And I was like, what? What the fuck? And then I talked to my mom and she's like, that's a hugely popular saying. So I'm, for sure, that's what it is. The horse is out of the barn. Not, not, not to, uh, what, what did you say? The cows wear? The cow shit his pants. I don't know. Um, the oh, internet is a series of tubes. He's, he's correct in that, though. Oh, man, you remember the auto-tune auto that came out of that? That oh, one? And, uh, God, and so it's good. not the nicotine that kills. It's the smoke. <laughs> You shall how build you, a how turtle fence. How do you start a, se a sentence with a Republican senator from Alaska? Like that's just that yeah. should be a problem. You guys set the right stage. That. That, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Queen was asking about the uh, the recent strikes. Yeah, it didn't really affect the music industry. It's more about is about theatrical programming. Yeah. And what did it accomplish? She's asking. Well, there are higher wages now. They do have some guidelines for AI. The problem was, end of the day, they didn't go far enough. And I will still say that they they could have done so much more. My biggest problem with that contract is, as you go in like there, it says, "What kind of actor are you?" Well. In the guidelines, it says simulated performer under what an actor is every time. Simulated performer. So what is that? That could be anything. That could be AI. That is that could that's be robot. vague, man. It could be, that's could be Mike's cat. It's Galaxy. Vague. You know, Galaxy could be the simulated performer. Who knows? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's very fucking vague. And that's the problem. It did it did help a lot of things. And they were back to work for higher wages. But in the long game, I think there's a lot that to still work out. Now worry what's going to happen next. It was a cow, Thank not a horse. Thank you for the vindication, GR. Thank you. I don't think that's true. Charles I really saying? Nah. Well, I mean, I guess maybe potato, potato. Maybe if you lived on the West well, Coast, it was a cow, and on the East Coast, it was a horse. I don't know. I grew up in New I just York. gotta tell you, horse. I, I hear cow, I hear horse. I don't know, but regardless, what barnyard barn. animal the it was. Cows in the field grazing, by the way, not in a barn. <laughs> oh, when they gotta sleep, they go to the barn. They don't. No, they gotta, just sleep in the field. You, you can cow tip. Them. That's how cow tipping happens. They're not oh, in the fucking barn. <laughs> that's true. You wouldn't be able to tip them if they hit them in the barn. Yep. Amen.
But speaking of the cow and or horse being out of the barn, that's also happening because we know that Wolverine's in Deadpool 3. But Deadpool 3, everybody, there's more stuff coming forward about that. And Matthew Vaughn came forward to talk about Deadpool 3. And of course, he didn't direct it, but Matthew Vaughn did X-Men First Class. Big, big proponent uh, pushing for the X-Men. And he actually got to see some of the uh, Deadpool 3. And he said, guys, I saw a few snippets about it. Deadpool versus Wolverine or Wolverine versus Deadpool. And I'm not sure how that's going to work out. We'll see how Ryan and Hugh work that shit out. But he says it's unbelievable. And it said it's going to be a jolt to the MCU. It's about a jolt to for all of them. And it's going to change everything. It's to bring the body back to life. And he thinks Ryan and Hugh are about to save the whole Marvel universe. And on top of that, we haven't talked what about this too, but the, first, the official synopsis came out and it's the irresponsible 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 there it is the irresponsible hero deadpool will change the history of the mcu with wolverine so the idea is change 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 now there's time travel involved of course to be a bunch of changes we're gonna bring the x-men in that's a big change but is it going to be unbelievable will it change the mcu i'm not sure it's coming out july 26 2024 the first trailer is going to drop at the super bowl so not too far away you know it's like next week next weekend you'll be able to see who or what happens in video form because we haven't seen shit yet. We've only seen these clips of Wolverine and Hugh Jackman and, and, and uh, Ryan Reynolds hanging out and that's it. And I'm really excited to see the first trailer. And I think that it will change the MCU. I mean, overall, we know that I'm super anticipated and anticipating this. I'm excited about it. Like I said, July can't come soon enough. And I really hope that when it does, it's gonna, it's gonna really change everything at the MCU. And I really expect it to. And I think that Matthew Vaughn is very much on the right track when he's saying this too. But I want to go to the group right now and see what they're thinking. Will this change the MCU? Will it monumentally be something or will it just be another movie that's fun and then it goes away and we talk about something else the next day? What do you think, Sean? Is it going to change the MCU? Is Deadpool the man? And this movie, Deadpool 3, are you as excited as you did about The Flash? Or even more excited? And our anticipation and, you know, and, and like what we think about it in our mind, maybe we build it up too much and it won't be the movie we want it to be. What do you think about this? I, I, I think we're putting too much hope uh, into a movie about uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds getting to play all his fantasies and, uh, you know, fart jokes and, and, and uh, bodily humor. Uh, I don't think this is going to save the MCU. I'm sorry. Uh, there's there's a lot of hope here. There's a lot of you know uh, leaks that we still don't even know what the hell. Uh, one of the main reasons I'll try and watch the Super Bowl is for the damn trailer. Uh, like I want to nope. know what the hell's going on here. Um, but no, like I just I, I to use a movie that's not even part of the MCU's like stuff to to fix the MCU. Uh, I think is 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 trying to make it do too much um we didn't care when deadpool one came out how it impacted the rest of marvel movies we didn't care when they did the same thing with marvel like deadpool 2 we were just excited we were getting a cool like jokey kind of superhero movie uh poking fun at these characters but also doing them really fucking justice right like i, I still am a big fan of cable in the second movie and domino did great and the whole uh the whole way he did x-force i could just talk about uh deadpool forever but no this, i don't think the, the mcu is a lot more problems that uh, one Merc with a mouth is going to fix. Um, that being said, yes, it's going to be fantastic, hopefully, and uh, can't wait to see it. Um, but yeah, it, to, to pin it uh, on Kevin, Kevin Feige's turning around his day, I don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, save the MCU from itself. They're saying it's foundering and failing the Queen. So that's what people are saying. Uh, I don't right hear about now. this. I mean, it's a bad place. 
We didn't say this, though, but here you go. Deadpool's dog is in this movie, too, everybody. So Deadpool's dog is here. Oh a little picture God. of him and Deadpool's dog. And he's going to be oh a big God. part of the movie, I guess, too. What's so, his name? What's his name, Sean? What's Deadpool's dog? dog called? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it just Dogpool? Dead Dogpool, that's dog it. Dogpool, yep. Yeah, Dogpool. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it just Dogpool? It is. Dog what's the laziest pun team? they could do? It's probably that. There's dog pool, there's dread pool, pool, horse there's pool, squirrel pool, there's head pool, there's dead dead pool where he's just a zombie. There's all these. There's a lot of dead Sean, pools. how many uh, comics do you have back there? It's too many. <laughs> too many. Too many to count. Too many. Not a ton about Deadpool though. I I wasn't really a Deadpool collector, um, to be fair. But eh. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, saving it. Making it the great again. I don't know. Changing it, making it something that used to be. Let's just enjoy a movie again. We yeah. don't. We don't need it to to rewrite history or fix the multiverse and whatever. Like, let's just enjoy it for what it is and not put all this like hope and pressure on it. I don't know. There's a lot of pressure on this movie. It's like the only Marvel movie coming out this year again because of the strikes too. So, will it be something that'll make people have anticipation again? What do you think, Sabrina? Is this something that'll make people like want to be like, oh, the fucking Marvel movies coming again? Because again, a lot of people have been like that online at least. I'm still excited about them. I know people shit on Ant Man. I will still go to bat for Ant Man: Quantum Mania again right here. Hashtag not Paul Rudd was there and, and and you know hate I fucking hate the hate but honestly Sabrina what do you think is this going to be the thing that just changes people's minds back to Marvel back to the MCU we're back in there we're all about the multiverse again or can Ryan Reynolds not save the MCU I'm I'm gonna pull a K Jacob currently and I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about <laughs> which um is uh, a uh, just to be very clear because I looked it up. The, the cow is out of the barn is actually a saying, and it means that it's too oh, late God. now to change what's <laughs> happened. And if we go to the horses out of the barn, it means that you said or did something that can't be taken back. So basically, yeah. same, same right. meaning, two different things. So we, we were both right is, is the nope. takeaway, actually, Sean. We were no, both I got, right. I, what I hear is I win. No, no. I read <laughs> yours first because I was being respectful. But actually, oh, okay. we are both correct. Uh -oh. Okay. Mm, number sure. one. Number two... Um, Quantumania was oh, fucking awesome. And if you don't think that Michelle Pfeiffer is the sexiest seven-year-old you've ever seen in your life, you're insane. Um, oh, she's also, even better in person. Even so in person. hot. So hot. And mm -hmm. also, fuck, what's his name with the throat cancer from all the cunnilingus? Uh, yeah, Michael Douglas. Catherine Zeta-Jones. What's his name? Michael Douglas. Somebody. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Also hilarious. So if you if you if you didn't like anything else about that movie, you should have appreciated those two performances in and of itself. Totally worth watching. Okay. Thirdly, obviously, anyone who watches the show knows that I love Ryan Reynolds and will watch anything that he does. And I've been looking forward to. I have that Funko Pop right there. It's the same pose. Have it. Thank you. Um, I literally will watch anything he does. This, by the way looking forward to it immensely i'm looking forward to a good fucking a Marvel movie pose that is going to be it's going <laughs> to be uh irreverent and i don't, I, I agree with uh, queen when she was like oh um irresponsible he he's irresponsible like i guess by nature but when he does his shit he's not irresponsible and i think it's going to be amazing and i love i would love to see him and hugh jackman together again hugh jackman by the way friend of the show amazing human being um so i am 100% into this and whether it resets the universe or not, I don't really give a shit. It's going to be great. Period. There's going to be a million cameos. I don't care what it does for the MCU universe. Like, I'm happy to be part of it. I'm happy to watch it. I can't wait to see what he does, honestly. Yeah. 
I, I think it's going to be great. Uh, I don't want to get too hyped for it, but I think it is going to be great. It's going to be fun. I, and everyone's going to try wait, to hype us up. Wait, when's it coming out? July 26th. July 26th cannot come soon enough, Sean. There we go. <laughs> One more Thank time there. Huh? <laughs> Can't come soon enough. The summer will be fantastic. Mike, how do you feel about this? Do you agree upon this? July can't come soon enough? Or are you kind of hesitant about like this being the end-all, be-all, big-all, revolutionary change for the MCU, and people need to take a second, hold on to your butts, and you know maybe contemplate that it's a movie. Just have fun. Chill out. It's going to be okay. You know, you might like it, might not hate it. Let me know. What do you think, Mike? How do you feel about Deadpool 3? Will it revolutionize the MCU? Well, you know, Brian, you know that I think that uh, Ryan Reynolds is a great actor. For me to poop on! Hey, don't, don't, don't bring Liz's shit up in uh, here, Mike. That's not fair. <laughs> Fuck you. Liz? <laughs> My wife yeah, Liz? she hates Ryan Reynolds. We all know. We all know. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not a fan either. However, however, I don't give a shit about Deadpool, but I do love me some Wolfie, particularly Hugh Jackman's Wolfie. So uh, that is absolutely going to get me back into the theater. I think that in a post-RDJ MCU, uh, they need to bank on their characters and their actors with mega high levels of charisma. And I think that Hugh Jackman is probably that top tier guy in the absence of RDJ. Um, not saying that, you know, Captain America, etc. at all are without yeah. charisma, but, you know, the, the, the level of lovability uh that Hugh Jackman brings like is is next level. So I'm uh I'm really stoked to see this. Man, the rumor mill has been through the roof on this one. <laughs> oh yeah. Has it not like years and of it really has the the potential is just so high. So I'd really like to just keep my uh, just keep my hopes up until they're dashed. So I'll I'll go see I I you know depending on the reviews I'll I'll go see this one in the theater or maybe I'll go see it anyway. Um, oh, I'll be I'm, I'm not seeing it in the theater, Mike. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, oh, this yeah, this was the other thing that I was going to mention, right? Because I did the other day. Yeah. I saw a I saw a chart online. I wish I could find it again. It was all the comic book movies of the past, like since the original um, Iron Man, uh, charted out by year as a function of how uh, like a percentage of their budget that they made back. And that peaked about with like Ragnarok a few years back, right? Oh, but so since then, movie. it's been it's coming been down. down pretty sharply. Mm -hmm. Astonishingly, the the movie that made back the most as a percentage of its budget, Joker, it made like fifteen times its budget. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, that. there weren't there weren't that budget. many like there weren't that ton of like effects, right? Like it was just yeah, a no, lot exactly, of practical yeah. like lighting and shit. And, like you didn't really mm -hmm. need a lot to do with it. Um, um, no, but it, I'm, I'm not surprised. That's interesting. Yeah, it needs. Uh, but I guess the MCU. Because I was wondering, does the MCU need need saving? Apparently, it does. It's I hope, I hope I, this I will be the one. I don't honestly, know. Honestly, uh, I, I saw something on Reddit a while ago, uh, and I just pulled it up. But I think one of the issues that uh, the MCU uh, has taken the wrong like understandings of why people cared so much about iron man right like iron man was the only fast talking quippy guy in the mcu and his movie everyone uh, else treated shit like serious right and then yeah. as little as much as the mcu started to roll out all the other heroes started to lose how serious they were and become like 
one-line joke factories. And mm-hmm. it just kind of like really cut like 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 I mean the stakes, no stakes. Yeah. Look who, yeah. like who Chris Hemsworth's Thor was in movie one versus what it was in Love and Thunder. Right. Completely totally different, different. Completely different Thor. Well, and I understand character growth. I understand character arc. That's fine. But everyone has become the quippy sidekick that that has to have a joke and go girl and all this kind of shit. Like like it, it is kind of like sad to kind of see that like. You couldn't just make a thing where the most ridiculous character is the central plot character, uh, and everyone else kind of has to play around that. Um, it's interesting. I, I really enjoyed uh, that. It was a Roger Ebert quote, to be honest. Like, uh, what a horror show it would have been if they were all toned, tuned to Tony Stark's sardonic wavelength. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, it's kind of yeah. weird. Uh, it's And this is where Marvel is right now. So Prescient. Yeah. I know they do want to change Thor again for the next movie. They were saying that as well. Take the, the let some of the goofiness away, change that, and then make the, it more grounded again. But I, I, I just think that you've already made goofy. How do you, how you change that now? The yeah. first two Thors sucked fucking donkey dick, okay? I fell asleep they, they were so terrible. many times, so many times they watching those movies. I still haven't made it to the end. Tough. Terrible. It was like, and and you know what? When Ragnarok came around and he turned into like the funny jokester, like that saved that fucking franchise. It's the only reason why Love and Thunder came out, which Love and Thunder, by the way, not a fan. However, Ragnarok was amazing. Kate Blanchett was fucking amazing as the villain. Like, it, 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 like it just, yeah, so Loki, good. What, what's his name? Uh, uh, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Talking, I, like the performances were spectacular. And that spin of comedy that changed Thor's character was the only thing that made that movie like such it. a success. Like it was meant to be that way. Thank you, Taika Waititi, or however you were saying your name, if I fucked it up. Taika Waititi, yeah. Um, I feel like that if he didn't do that, and they try to do a third Thor movie with the fucking boring, like doormat Thor, who was like, I'm just gonna brood and be fucking boring and stupid and annoying. Like, and I think you- the problem was with Love and Thunder is that they brought Natalie Portman back. I think, and I love her. Don't get me wrong. I think that was a problem for it- me because they were trying to bring back something from a different time that wasn't developed in the one successful Thor movie that they had. You know, so I, I j- yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I think that's a really good point. Uh, like, I think it's 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 interesting to kind of see that. And it's almost maybe that's the touch point, right? Like, oh, shit, uh, Ragnarok was great. Let's, like, maybe make things even more goofier. But then they went uh, and, too and far. See if we can out goof. Yes. They went too far. And now exactly. no one took anything seriously. The cow was out of the and, barn. Uh, I mean, even even Loki. <laughs> well done. Even, even <laughs> that was a good callback. Ryan. I like the that. cow slash horse. Whenever it's out of the barn. Slash horse. <laughs> but like even, slash even, even even the Loki show that we got right, like he was still like quickie snappy guy, and like suave and, and like it was interesting, but it was like also like that's not what. Like, like, I don't know. I, I'm all for character evolution, but they all kind of are moving toward the same, like, p- place. Um, I don't know. Every yeah, character is written by Joss Whedon. You might be the smartest I one mean, in the world. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see, though, where the MCU goes from here. Again, I don't think that you have to necessarily change completely Thor and necessarily does is can Deadpool change everything and make it right I'm not really sure I do think it's exciting I think it's going to be fun to see what they do with this movie at the end of the day hopefully it does tie into some bigger narrative for the MCU and it works out really well it's really an end credit scene they've been talking about too they shot they shot with Ryan Reynolds Hugh Jackman and Tobey Maguire 
and it's supposed to lead up for Secret Wars. So and they're saying it might be a different variant too, like not the Tobey Maguire we know. From that doesn't make sense to me. It would have to be the one from No Way Home to do that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Honestly, there's a lot of rumors out there with this movie. There's been a million rumors, so we have no idea what's going to happen with it. But I'm excited. Will it change the MCU? That's the question. I don't know if it'll change it, but maybe if it does, if anybody can do it, you know, maybe maybe Ryan Reynolds will do it. I don't know. Sabrina believes in him. Yeah, baby. I think it's more or less Hugh Jackman coming back. (laughs) Yes. I I think Hugh Jackman coming back is what saved it. But, you know, you just never know with these. Of course, happens a lot of times to bring people back and then those people actually get the butts in the seat people love it and they want to see more and that's what happened i think with ghostbusters afterlife because ghostbusters afterlife 2 is coming the trailer came out and now you have more and more of the original cast back here again you're bringing back more nostalgia bait you're bringing back the actual ghostbuster station from new york you have everyone there and the new trailer came out actually two trailers came out the first one was the regular one for the uh, the um, you know american one the uh, in, the north american one and then you had the international one came out and I'm going to play the international. We're going to watch that together tonight. I think it is a better trailer overall. There were some great jokes in the first one. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Bill Murray being like uh, tall, dark, and horny. Uh, I think that was kind of fun with the horny bad guy, you know. <laughs> that was pretty fun. And Paul Rudd's like, he's like, hey, you know what I think? And, and the girl's like, what? Boston makes me feel good. Stop it. Boston makes me feel good. That shit made me laugh. But this one, I think, is a better trailer. This is happening. And, of course, Winston's bigger character this time around. He's apparently the main person trying to get the whole crew together. And they're trying to study ghosts, apparently. So they're studying ghosts. They have a bunch locked up. They're trying to learn and grow from them. At the same time, an artifact comes around. It opens up. It releases this ice demon who wants to bring all the ghosts together to destroy the world and cause the next ice age. And that's the official synopsis that has come out with it for Frozen Empire. It's exciting. It's coming out March 22nd. It's not that far away. And the official, official synopsis is this. Ghostbusters, new and old, must join forces to protect their home and save the world, again, like I said, from a second ice age. So anyways, we're going to watch international trailer together. I think it's going to be fun to actually sit down here and talk about it. We haven't done this in a while. So let's watch the trailer yeah. for Ghostbusters 2, Afterlife 2, Frozen Empire. Let's do this. We've all had experiences and encounters with the unknown and the unexplainable. Here, we pay top dollar. I don't like that doll. For your possessed possessions. <laughs> Very big. Now this is very, very interesting. Have it for 40. I've never seen anything like this at all. 60. All over New York City, ghost attacks are on the rise. Ghostbusters, what do you want? And we are the only ones equipped to fight back. Welcome to the new Paranormal Research Center. You just let ghosts hang out in here? We've spent 40 years traveling. Look at all the set now design. We this is sick. The set design okay. is amazing. He's cute. Oh. Yeah. Act one looks great. Ever since you brought in this orb, strange things have been occurring. We think it's commanding of the spirits. Is something trying to get out? Many things. Must be coming. You could be looking at a full bore army of ghosts. With the power to kill by fear itself. Like, literally scared to death. That's all right. That's messed up. So, what is the plan? We're the Ghostbusters. We stay and fight for this place. Suit up, shoot anything that looks terrifying. 
Bloomberg. He's prophesizing. I know that's true. About the end it's funny. of humankind. Ooh, Patton Oswalt, I'm in. The second ice age. scary ghost. That didn't even look like a ghost. That's a demon. Damn Slimer! And Slimer, of course. Oh! <laughs> Slimer jizz. Oh, Finn. Well, at least you... <laughs> at least I let Slimer be Slimer again, because Slimer was not Slimer in the last one. It was like a weird not Slimer thing. This looks like the 80s Slimer again. Looks just like him. I don't know. But the other one... And before, yeah. but like before we get into it though, the original one they released a couple days ago, that one had a little bit more comedy elements in it. Of course, there were these random jokes that said like Paul Rudd saying "bust" and made me feel good. But I think this is more of a solid trailer to actually showcase what the plot's about, where it's going, showing how they're studying ghosts, and actually showing how the characters are coming together again. Ray has the, you know, the ancient artifact store, which they, they showcased in the last one. And now they are showing it getting bigger and coming together and having the team back at the station. I think it's actually kind of fun. Now, uh, you know, last time they were in New York, they didn't do this. They had these Ghostbusters play different characters, they had a different cast, and they weren't trying to tie it in. This is really trying to tie into the nostalgia of it. There's a lot of nostalgia shit in here. There's a lot. I mean, really, there's a lot. No, no, Bill Bill Murray, no he was in there. He was in there? Oh, I missed him. Yeah. He was in there, oh, yeah, but he didn't have like a trailer moment, which mm, I didn't yeah, think yeah. was interesting. There was a lot more given to Dan Aykroyd there. Uh, a lot yeah. more. And, and I would I say the other one, had, name. the other one had a lot more Bill Murray too. The other one that, that's out, you can see it too, had a lot more Bill Murray. And I guess he, he pops in, then he's like, he's just joking about, you know, that guy said his tall, dark and horny line was in there. Um, but kind of Bill Murray-ish. But I think, it's, I think it looks good. I think it'd be fun. The last one didn't really feel like, it felt like a separate Ghostbuster story. This feels like we're really back into being, it's a Ghostbuster story, guys. We're in New York. And the original trailer too, it showed them talking to the mayor and the mayor was the bad guy from the first one. And so there's a lot more nostalgia there too. I'm excited about it. It comes out in March. It's not that far away. And Damn. it's been some trash online, a little bit of trash, but I think that um, for me, it's it looks like it's going to be good. You have, again, Reitman's back. He's doing Jason Reitman's doing it. He was he's not directing it, but he wrote it. He was executive producing it. He was on set a lot, and they try to give another director a chance for this. I think they're going to take this franchise and throw it, and Bill Murray is a bigger part of it, they're saying. The original cast is a bigger part. They're all on board, which is amazing after the last one because Bill Murray didn't want to be involved. Uh, and then they got him involved. Now he's very excited about it. I think it looks good. Honestly, I'm excited about it. Paul, Paul Rudd kind of looks exa exhausted in this trailer. Is that just me? <laughs> he, I mean, he just, he's yeah, just tired, man. Yeah. He's working all the time. He's, yeah. he's working everywhere, <laughs> yes. Mike. Okay. What do you think, though? Do you want to see this, Mike? Are you excited about this? You see the trailer? Are you excited about Ghostbusters 2 Afterlife? Nostalgia bomb. You guys remember like how when we were growing up, every movie that came out took place in New York City? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, the, the set design, like, is gorgeous for this. Like, this trailer was incredibly beautiful, just complex and with color palette that's very well thought out. You can practically hear the hear the cockroaches skittering in the in the walls. Uh, yeah, yeah, wow, they're like, they're, they're not leaving any nostalgia left to watch during the movie. They're showing all of it. Ghostbusters. 
during the trailer little little tiny actually they're uh they got an army of the undead right they got a bunch of little tiny marshmallow men running around that's reminiscent of uh, ash from evil dead when it he's is. got the little ashes running around isn't it if we get if we get a chainsaw hand in here dolls. a couple of a couple of tributes i will be thrilled although that seemed like a demon that was a scary ass demon there at the end that did not seem yeah. very ghosty to me no, that was much the original cast is back. Yeah. Ernie Ernie Hudson's taken apparently uh, front and center here. He's like the rich guy bringing the team back together and doing the research. Ernie, Ernie, Ernie had a great uh, he had a great drop there right at the beginning that I got to steal. Was it ghost attacks around the rise? <laughs> like yeah. I gotta I gotta isolate yeah, that's, that. That's what needs to be your next drop. Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> again, uh, I know Keen was saying, is it like Ice Age? Well, it, it's apparently a demon who like raises all the okay. uh, all the undead and together they are causing a new ice age, but it's like all the ghosts destroying everything. And uh, it's a, it's an ice demon. And, and together with all the ghosts and all the polar guys coming together, they're able to destroy the earth again. And this demon apparently did it before. And that was what caused the first ice age. And that's what the idea is for this demon. So yeah, but it's still, it's still hundred percent ghosts. They're busting ghosts. Busting make them feel good. What do you think, Sean? Is this, is this, is this busting make you feel good? Are you excited to see frozen empire? Yeah, let Are me, you ready let to get that mention, ticket right just now? Cause you, just cause you still got me on the, on the screen here. Brian was playing. <laughs> we were lamenting the fact that we cannot play the Ray Parker jr. Song, uh, of uh ghostbusters he was playing it before beforehand that's a jammer we were grooving i'm i'm sorry to to divert that's some hot shit though i wish i could have started (laughs) the show with that music because boss it makes me feel good you know but sean does it make you feel good are you excited are you banging up and down left and right square root that son bitch or do you think that overall that you know this is not going to do as well as the first one sorry i lost track of me (laughs) math Um, I have a couple thoughts during it. Number one, I loved that trailer. I thought that was great. Uh, I thought it definitely evoked more of like, it's Ghostbusters. There is a fear element. There's a scary element to this. It's ghost. It's not just fun, you know, fun, yeah, fun techno things. Um, I do. The second thought was, wow, they really don't want to admit that that other all-female cast Ghostbusters movie wants to exist. Number three. It wasn't the the whole reason Ghostbusters started uh, in the original movies because they just needed jobs, right? Like they were just blue collar guys looking for jobs with ghosts. Yep. So there's some children uh, being exploited here, uh, and and I don't know. Like hopefully those kids are getting paid. child labor laws. Uh, child labor laws are pretty strong in New York, uh, from what I hear. Uh, as long as they're not digging tunnels, I guess. But no, this is like a fantastic looking trailer. I do think they gave a little bit too much away, but like that was to me like what I want to see. Like I, I get a good sense of like little drops here, a Patton Oswald, a, a Kamel Nanjani. Sorry, um, like you just get a, a good sense of what is going to happen in the movie without all the little bumps. Yes, Paul Rudd looks extremely tired, but he's had to carry a lot of franchises on his shoulders for so long. <laughs> a lot yeah. of franchises. By all means, by all. Means, means give the guy a break uh he probably doesn't want a break so you know keep 60 percent of the time it works every time there you go um but no i the other thing do do we think we're going to see a rick moranis in this one though that's what people are saying that he might have been like a piece of him in the trailer i would love to see a rick moranis i don't know man Uh, his his kids are grown now right yeah yeah yeah. they could take care of themselves right come on 
they have their own families to worry about. But no, it, 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 I completely agree with Queen. The way this trailer was cut, you're not getting good comedy vibes. You're getting classic Ghostbuster vibes, uh, which I really, really excited about. So, yeah, let's do it. I, I hope the best for it. I know. I mean, I, I think Bustin does make us feel good. And Bustin, I think over... <laughs> makes us feel good. Let's just admit it to ourselves. Admit. You can say it out loud. It's it. okay. It's 2024. You can say it out loud. Bustin makes me feel good. Health, and we know that you can say Bustin makes me feel good. And we're here for it. You know, we're here for we, you. We support that at we Cruise Control. Bustin can make you feel good. It so is what do you think? It's, Sorry, it's hump day. We busted all day on hump day. <laughs> Sabrina, what do you think about this? Does Bustin make you feel good? Are you excited about Ghostbusters? Is Paula look tired? How do you feel about this moving forward? Are you excited about the cast being so integrated together, new and old? And is this one of those things that you're going to be like, March can't come soon enough and get my ass in that seat right now at the theater and let me get that popcorn in my fucking mouth? I don't think I could say that twice in one episode, but um, I'm actually very, very, very excited for this. I really, really loved uh, Afterlife. The cows have left the barn, everybody. As, there it is. As have the horses, okay? Oh, I love how everyone's gravita gravitating towards Sean's shit. They're both the same, and we both win, so fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the the uh, Afterlife, like the, that reboot, like the woman one was mm, fine, I guess. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Like I, the, a bunch of really talented actresses. If they couldn't make that a hit, that's a problem with writing it, in my opinion. Um, this, however, the, the last one that they did with Paul Rudd with the kids, I thought was very well thought out. The the only thing that was like not my favorite was like the demon. You know, and not that I have a problem with her. She was she's a great actress. It just I just was I I, I thought that the callback uh, was kind of weird and like i and misplaced this with the callbacks of the of um slimer and like at the the that old lady ghost who really reminds me of the uh ghost in in room what was it 213 in the shining uh it kind, kind of reminded me of that woman of 213 Ooh, might, might not be the right room what room what room is it i don't remember Something if anyone like knows let me know um, but yeah, I, I really, really, I, we watched it in the regular theater and then as we were leaving, it was in 40X and then went and watched the end again. Yeah. Like it was so rewarding, like to see them all come back at the end. It was super fun. Oh, yeah. It was so you know good, I mean? like, right? It, it was just super fucking fun. And like, and this is a franchise that, um, what, I mean, I'm Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Like, how do you fucking fail with those two, honestly? And, and. Everyone else, and even the, the chick who answered the phone, I, I'm sorry, I don't know her name, but like she had a, a one second in the last movie. She's like, all right, we're here, like with the New York accent. Like she, I just, when I heard her voice in the, in the uh, trailer, I'm like, fuck yes. Like they rallied everyone together. I think it's going to be great. They laid the foundation with the last film. I, I, I really, honestly, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be amazing. And Richard Tracy, Queen, honestly, I get you. I, you know me. I'm, I hate the, the, the IP-ness overload. However... I think they really did. Oh, there she is from from The Shining. She looks like well, a little bit less when you freeze her like that, I guess. Um, honestly, this is not my thing. You guys know that, but I, I really, really enjoyed the last one, and I think that this is going to be really, really good. I really do. I hope I hope I don't have to eat my words, but I think it's going to be amazing. And my brother, who also, by the way, is a huge um naysayer to like rebooting shit and stuff he literally texted me today he's like oh the new ghostbusters look dope so like i feel i feel like there's gonna be a lot of people who are really excited about this bring yeah. the gap it brings people together busting yeah. you know because it makes you again, feel good bring, right? bring siblings Bustin together does make bring you feel good great yeah it really does also hi, i hope Zach, they do I bring people back march 
good to see you. <laughs> well, I hope the Ghostbusters bring you back and make everybody love them again. And honestly, the last one set the stage. Looks pretty clean, it, Richard. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. like, <yeah. laughs> but they're they're building it Not up for flash. this, and they're. And I think they will do more after this. And this does well. And then they're going to continue forward. And maybe you'll eventually get that Seth know. Rogen, Paul Rudd, like Ghostbusters sitting there asking about that people were wanting in the past. You got Paul Rudd there. Get Seth Rogen in there. What else were they saying? There's a bunch of different actors, com comic actors. They said we're going to be the Ghostbusters eventually. But you got the kids. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see what happens. 100% huh? agree with you, Lexi. However, at the end, when when his ghost showed up and like the, you know what I mean, and they came like I, it was yeah. just, it was like a nostalgic moment. I liked the movie as it was, but at 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 that like, moment, I was like, oh my god! Like it it was just such a it was beautiful. It's a good moment. I think yeah. we'll get a similar moment. I think we'll get a, a similar moment in this in this one, almost like a, a like a send off, right? And it's 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 going to be okay if these characters aren't going to last throughout the entire movie, or they pa or they move on, or they like, officially retire or whatever. Like, I think that'd be really nice and poignant to kind of give them that that ending that they deserve. Um, yeah, like we got with uh, you know Ghostbusters Afterlife. The Ecto Hearse. Yeah. I think it was great. Great for Hill Ramis for that. I think it was an awesome send off. Yeah, that's and, I'm so embarrassed. No, I couldn't yep. remember his name. Yeah. Thank you. And I think that Dan Aykroyd's super fucking stoked to be back. He'll be in Aww. all these movies if he can. He had yeah, that script in his vodka, trunk of his man. car. Yeah, he got that Crystal Skull alien vodka out there tomorrow and make it sell. But I'm excited to see what happens. Honestly, the trailer's out, the regular one's out too. That has more comedy if you want to check that out. I just think this was more poignant to see what the plot is and the direction of the actual movie. And I think, I mean, yes, I can see people being like, it's too much. We've, we've, how many times we got to reboot this? We've said all the time. But I think that there's something special here that I hope that it translates and that this movie is something amazing for a you know generational gap. I hope they bring it together and people can actually sit down with their kids and their family and uh, have fun. Everyone can be busting together. A lot, lot of jokes in the chat about motherfuckers being old, okay? Let's just be clear about that. Yeah. It's okay, it's Zach okay. Said that's a good thing they have a hearse nearby or something. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, Bustin makes them feel good. That's it's all I'm ambulance. saying. Yeah. It's an ambulance. It is an ambulance, right? No, it, that, is, it is an ambulance. Yeah, yeah. But Come on. I'm excited. Fucking fuck. Bustin makes us feel good. What also makes us feel good is talking about comic book stuff here on Cruise Control. And then we got an official big announcement that came forward just recently. It happened when we were live, yes, on Monday. So we're talking about it now. It's a good time to talk about it because we've been talking about Superman Legacy. What's happened with Superman? What's happened to DC moving forward? And we've been asking who's going to be the next Supergirl. And now we have that answer. And now leads me to our feature story of the night. So Deadline put it out there that they had officially cast Supergirl for DC's new, new world where James Gunn has been creating. And for this universe, they're saying, well, there's a rumor, like, oh, it's a rumor, House of the Dragon actress Billy Alcox is going to be cast as Supergirl. And uh, everyone's like, oh, is that true? And then James Gunn ran online and said, it is accurate, it's happening. She was my very first pick, he said. He actually told Peter Safran at times where they were talking about what we do with Supergirl. He was like, well, I would love her. He said he was watching House of the Dragon, and he fell in love with her, and he was like, this this is her. This is totally her. And then, of course, went to casting, back and forth. She auditioned, and she 
got the part. Now, the reason why we're finding about this news now, because Supergirl's a long ways away, it's because she's going to be in Superman Legacy. And we just talked about how Batman won't be there, but Supergirl will be there. And James Gunn was breaking it down. He said, in our series, we see the difference between Superman and how he spent his whole life on Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant. And then you have Supergirl. Who didn't? She was raised on a rock, he said. Just a chip. It's a piece of Krypton floating around in space. And she watched everyone she knew be killed off in terrible ways in her first 14 years of her life. That sucks. And then she, co- I know, and then she comes to Earth, Mike. <laughs> and then she sees what the fuck Kal-El's gone through. Hey, she's hey, like, what hey, the hey. fuck? You know, but, I, mean, I mean, it's it's a lot. And then she comes to Earth and she's like a young girl and she sees a different world than what Kal-El went through. And she has to deal with that. And he, she, he said that she's much more hardcore. She's not exactly the Supergirl that we're used to seeing in every adaptation we've had of her. And there's been a lot of backlash online about this, guys. A lot of backlash. Because people are saying, what about... What about Sasha Kelly? You know what about her? She was she was great in the Flash. They were saying that she should be being Sasha as she should have a chance. So the people going back and forth, being like, oh, she got canceled just like the Flash. People are saying, well, you know, she I guess she's the DC EU Supergirl, and so since that's done, we have to do somebody else, even though she had one performance only. And here's what I say: again, this is a big reboot. You're not. I don't think you're going to see anybody from that franchise, that that universe, in this universe. James Gunn starting from scratch. So I think even though if you like her performance in that movie, there was no way she was going to be cast as Supergirl again, and she knew that too. She said it. She in multiple interviews being like, "I love this character. I had a great time doing it, but I kind of know this is the end." So I think the backlash. I get it. I understand it. And they're like, well, you know, her ethnicity and her, you know, her character, like she played it. There's a lot of people saying like they should have been pushing for her. But again, it's a new franchise. And they're like, she should have been the first person that he was going to. Well, no, because he's starting over again. Everybody, he's starting over again. And I'm excited to see what she brings. I did like her in House of the, House of the Dragon. I thought she did a good job. And I think that her character, again, people were asking for her to come back because she's only in the first half. And they, they make her character age up quite a bit in the second half of the first season. And so then she was just gone, playing Rhaenyra, uh, t- playing Targaryen. And for me, this is good for her. She didn't even know what was happening. She didn't know about all this shit. She was like doing stuff on social media, like posting like walkthroughs of her house with some random guy, like for a YouTube show recently. Like she some had no idea. Guy. Like, the, I mean, there was a video about it. I'm like, what the hell is this? But you know, anyways, it could have been some me doing it. Street. That's all I can say. It could have been me doing it. But honestly, now she is Supergirl and she's cast because she will be in Superman Legacy. What do we think about Australian born actress coming forward to be the new Supergirl in the DCU? I'm going to go to Sean first because I know Sean is just itching at the bit. You should make him wait, but not tonight. Sean, what do you think? Is this good casting for Supergirl? Are you excited to see her coming into Superman Legacy like this, or do you think that this is too soon, too fast, and too many characters in one movie when James Gunn needs to just focus on, you know, one character and let it grow from there? How do you feel about it? Uh, I I am a little concerned that this is too much uh, too soon. Um, I understand the uh, need or the want to kind of introduce a bunch of things and say, look at this extended universe we get to play in and we get to in, you know see all these other characters everywhere else. Uh, I just think it's way too much uh, this at first. I hope that she does not have a major role in Superman Legacy. Uh, I will say this, from what I know, um, uh, having watched her in uh, House of Dragon, I thought she was fantastic in that. I I think she could do great. Uh, If the story that they are telling is what has been reported about it being uh, the woman of tomorrow, um, I think it's a great introduction to Supergirl's story. They have always, Supergirl as a character has always gotten kind of that, uh, you know, like just second banana uh, treatment to Superman. Um, But her uh, origin that you touched on, Brian, is uh, just 
you know, amazingly more darker than I think the character ever gets portrayed as, right? It's, uh, you know, even when you think back to the new adventures of Superman, that uh, the animated show um, that, yeah. that came out alongside the Batman show, right? Like, she was some peppy, you know, she had a, a short skirt and she was running around and, and you know, in high school and, and joking around and stuff. This girl <laughs> saw her planet explode, saw everyone else uh, die, and then was said, hey, we're sending you ahead so that you can be the protector of Kal-El. You have to be, uh, steal yourself and train yourself and make yourself strong so that when you arrive where Kal-El is, that he's just, just going to be a baby. Uh, he needs your help. He needs your guidance in growing up. And what happens doesn't happen for her, right? Your, your pod goes completely different, and she ends up on this uh, alien planet and tries to understand, what am I going to do now? My purpose, my whole mission that I was training for, all these years of understanding what my purpose was to protect Kal-El and now I can't do it because I don't know where the hell I am and, and what is going on. Like she has a major identity crisis in this story. Uh, and it's really interesting to say, uh, it was, see, I, I, I it was one yeah. of my favorite books, uh, the past couple of years that came out, uh, of Superman. Uh, I will say, uh, I do think it's disappointing that um, people aren't just celebrating this casting and yet using it as a way to flame James Gunn again, right? Like, we all knew that Sasha Kaye was not going to come back for this. The Flash fell in that really weird window of, we know James Gunn was announced to take over DCU, but oh shit, we still have these movies that we want people to care about, right? And so, like, it really shortchanged it. She did a fantastic job as Supergirl, like, she, did. she did amazing in the Flash movie. One of the strongest pieces of that movie was her portrayal of Supergirl. Yeah. Um, and, like, and she had her time, and it was great. And I think that she's got a great career ahead of her of doing, hopefully, some more stuff. I saw some tease of, like, hey, she could make a good Catwoman. I don't know. Look it up. We'll see. Um, but, again, Supergirl being cast is great news. If they really stick to it and make the Woman of Tomorrow uh, – the, uh, the the story for it I think is going to be great um, and hopefully she isn't just some like teaser end clip uh, in Superman Legacy. Sean can you right, answer I really, this question? Uh, I, don't, I don't know the answer to this question is, uh, isn't Wonder Woman supposed to be the actual woman counterpart to Superman? So it's separate right so Supergirl is essentially what is supposed to be Superman's protector right so Supergirl was created she's the cousin of Cowell to protect uh oh, I think cats are fighting outside our room. That's not good. Uh, yes, she. Uh, so, so her whole role was to be protector and provider of, of teaching him the Kryptonian ways. She didn't get to do that, so she's really lost. As like, what is her purpose? What is her role? She doesn't need to protect Kal El anymore. Wonder Woman was the counterpart, but also from a again, like it's an alien in an alien, a strange world, right? Like the Themyscira and the Amazons and mythology, a lot more mythology and magic is, is baked into Wonder Woman's myth. Technically, she's a being of clay. Did you know that? There no. you go. Nope. Uh, take that one. No, home. I did so not. There you go. Um, <laughs> no, but Supergirl, Superman's <laughs> cousin, supposed to be a protector. That didn't work out. And so she's always kind of been uh, treated as just like she'll show up and she's easily misguided uh, because she's just really doesn't Angry. really have a good sense of who she's supposed to be. Yeah, and it sounds like um, you're gonna make you really her kind of like that, though too. I think so. Yeah. If if again, read Woman of Tomorrow, Woman of uh, from Tomorrow, or whatever. I can't remember the name. Tom King did a fantastic job with it. There's also a really good run that they did 
of Supergirl back when it was Superman, Batman. This is the new 52. So this is or even pre new 52. So this is 10, 15 years ago at this point, probably um, look it up. There's some good stories out there. Not a ton. Uh, because, again, I don't really think the character has been given enough um, room to kind of explore who she is. I hope that this does give her that, too. And it sounds like James Gunn's taken her in a whole different direction, which could be interesting to see. Uh, I saw in a chat, I don't know who it was, said cast Nicolas Cage. I would say I think cast Nick Cage as Jonathan Kent. That would be kind of cool. That'd be fucking dope if you ask me. It'd be fun. It'd be it'd be poetic in a lot of ways. He would be right there with you know raising young Clark. I think it'd be really cool. That's all I'm saying. Or Jor-El. He make him Jor-El too. That'd be fucking awesome too. Yeah, I think uh, honestly, I think Jor-El would be perfect for Nick Cage. Uh, I think How that's a that really be? good point. I don't think he would. I don't think he would want to do a Pa Kent. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't <laughs> see like the man is so infatuated with the idea of being Superman and you don't get more Superman if you can't be Superman than Superman's father. So yep. I think and, and he is, still fly. Uh, Nick Cage would be so nice. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but hey, I don't, uh, you know, James Gunn fan of the show, right? So who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe listen, maybe listen. Uh, Sabrina, yeah. what do you think about this? Do you think that this is great casting? Are you excited to hear about Supergirl moving forward this early before her actual standalone movie? Or again, is it one thing they were putting too much in this? And do you think that the fan backlash about Sasha's not casting at all and not even having any kind of, you know, thought that she could be Supergirl again is problematic? Or do you think it's fine that James Gunn's moving on and, and, and starting anew with a new DCU and a new Supergirl? A lot of questions. Um, I feel like uh, the the <laughs> fact that he is rebooting the universe it totally explains why he's not using her again for the same character, right? Like I, yeah. I don't really think that that needs explaining. You know, it's it's been a huge thing with their. It's the same thing like what we, the seventy eight part fucking. You know, the the whole thing that they did with Star Wars, the whole thing that they, that they did with uh, Marvel, the whole thing that they do with DC. Like it's they they feel the need to tell us what they're gonna do for the next forty two years. And um, I don't really even need to know that, but thank you for the information. Can we go through? <laughs> um, so basically, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not confused as to why he didn't cast her. He's not casting anyone that did those parts. So I, I don't, I, I don't understand the outrage with that. Again, as Sean said, she did a great fucking job. She was spectacular. Yep. I, if, she, if she did come back, I, I'd be thrilled for it, but I'm not surprised that she's not because it's a different fucking thing. Um, also, uh, this chick, right by there, the queen. way. Oh yeah, there she is, right there. Look at you, Queen. Right there, you, Queen. You summoned her, Brian. Didn't you work on that? I did work on that. Yes, uh, you can actually see me on season one. I'm, uh, uh, season I'm one. Play, season um, one. You can see Brian. In, in, I play. I play. Uh, uh, Flockhart. I play her assistant. So or like, I guess something like that. Because I worked on it. I stood in for Jeremy. Ja, Jeremy Johns. I think that's his last name. I worked for him and I doubled for him on the show too. Yeah, I worked the whole first season. It was fun. Did did that Supergirl join the Nexium cult? Is that is that one of them? No, that was the Smallville. I don't think so, Mike. Smallville. Yeah, Smallville. Yeah. That was Smallville. Yeah, you're thinking of Smallville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Al- Allison, yeah. Good memory, Allison, though. something. Yeah. Allison. It's, it's a lot different. Mac. Allison Pill. Allison Mac. No, that's right. all right. All right. That's yep. not right. So, so, Sabrina, are you are you excited though? You think this is gonna be good to add to Superman Legacy, bringing her in this early? You know, honestly, I I don't I I don't know. I'm not I'm not as versed in the comic books as uh, everyone in the chat is, and as Sean is, obviously. Um, I just 
Um, I I I remember I watched House of the Dragon. I honestly like when you show the picture of her. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like I, I had to look and make sure it was like the child because she was. She's like, super young she, in it. She's super she young. She did a spectacular yeah. job playing the young version of of that character. She really really did. So I have faith in her. I think she's going to do a great job. I don't know what the role is going to entail, but I will be. I will say this: James Gunn is one director. Now I'm not saying the only, but one director that is really fucking good. At fleshing out female characters. Look at what he did with uh, Harley Quinn, with Margot Robbie. Like, I just, I think that he can, I mean, I, I know he didn't start with her, but like what he, the Suicide Squad, the, the second one, she was like, uh, her character was so much more fleshed out. She got so much more, like she basically had her own B story the entire movie, you know, even though it wasn't really 100% congruent with what was going on. Like Idris Elba kind of led the A team. And she was kind of with uh, Alter Carbon. What's that guy's name? Anybody? No? Uh, well, Kinnaman. Kinnaman. Yes. Right? Well, who I also love. You know, I, I, I didn't He's like great. him at first, but I, I love him. But I feel like... I, feel I, I finally really warmed on him, too, after that Apple series. Right? It's a best in RoboCop, everybody. Right? RoboCop? Everybody? No? Um, <laughs> Maybe not that one. The Killer. The Killing. The Killing. Joel Kinnaman, see The Killing. Yes. So good. Zoe Saldana in uh, um, a Nebula. Who plays Nebula? Fuck, she's also amazing in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I just feel like James Gunn handles female characters well. And if he does it right, um, I think this is a great actress to do that with. Um, I think they're I think they're going to probably uh, hit the nail on the head with this one, honestly. I think so, too. I, I'm, I'm very intrigued. It's like, because we're really, the lanterns are coming in, too. We have her coming in. The Justice now Society of America exciting. is apparently a part of this. There's there's a lot of different people going to be in this movie, and it's going to be maybe something at the end, or maybe something that's kind of there, and they're, you know, and then Superman kind of joins. Who knows? There's a lot to figure out. Mike, what do you think? Is this good I casting? Did you, did you watch House of the Dragon? Do you, are you excited to see Supergirl coming forward in this new DCU? And do you think that the time is, you know, is appropriate for where they're at right now? I, di I didn't watch House of the Dragon, although uh, I was curious. And after uh, hearing all you guys give it pretty decent reviews, you guys in the chat, yeah, you can chime in. Let me know it's if that's great. worth my time to check out. It was fine. watchable. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Second season's coming this yeah, summer. Or the you know? binge, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about the hier hierarchical nature of Kryptonian society. Like, why is a cousin being assigned to protect her cousin like <laughs> I, I these seem like strange interfamilial relationships to me um, here goes I the like, resident intellectual <laughs> yeah spouting <laughs> bullshit um uh, I, I did like sasha kaye in uh in flash but yeah i think that was all that that uh that that uh, appearance was ever intended to what what are you doing with this gift brian <laughs> that was all the, that was that only ever was going to be a one shot um, so yeah, I don't know. Give give her a chance. I don't know. I don't know her from anything. She looks like a troll yeah. doll, kind of to me. Oh, oh my god! This, is, this, is, no, this is no dig. This Listen, is no dig. I'm just saying she looks a I little see, bit AI generated, just as point. is on the Natch. I see your point. She's got the doll like features, which is good for Supergirl. And of course, they're going to make a million plastic figurines out of her. So if she looks like a plastic figurine well, the to start you with. You already have your own plastic figure just <laughs> walking around with your face. So congratulations. And and no no hate. I'm not I, I can't I can't body shame a beautiful young girl. So don't kidding. take any any hate from me anybody that hears no that. 
best we best love. of luck to best of luck to them although I, I am curious to you young lady who looks like a troll <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> so so we're gonna get we're gonna get some green lantern in this movie Yep, yep, yep. You're gonna get uh, the, you have... the, the thing is, the lantern core, there is a lot of juice to be squeezed out of that orange. And they have <laughs> fucked oh, up yep. really, really bad. Nathan Fillion's oh. gonna be Green Lantern in Nathan this. Fillion. So, yeah. That's Yeah, that's so Nathan Fillion's coming. I don't know. Did you just throw up? What just happened? Oh, no, <laughs> Sean's gonna bring Sean's bringing stuff to the Black this is an omnibus nice. of one of the, oh 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 this is an omnibus of one of the best uh, stories during uh Jeff John's take on Green Lantern. Uh it was amazing. It 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 did so much uh, for the character and the lore and all that. And yes, uh if if American audiences get to see 1% of what's been done uh in the comics with this character, uh it would be amazing. Um but, but yes, there's different- so much isn't it a different version of, of him? It's not it's not the regular Green Lantern that they've been exploring. It's like a different one. Like there's right. a Hal and yeah, there's a Guy Gardner, right? Guy Gardner, yeah. Guy Gardner, right? Yeah, yeah Guy Gardner. And Guy yeah. Gardner, again, that, that whole character's got his own little world going on in, within himself, too. Uh, show off cocky. Again, he's the guy that uh, should have been Green Lantern. But, the, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a, a U of M grad. Uh, I don't know if oh. you knew that about Guy Gardner. There you so go. There you go. Oh. I mean, he got he got close to being going to the right school. He went close. You know, it was very close. Uh, <laughs> he was close. He could have gone to state, Maybe if he but, went you know. to Michigan State, he would have been the first Green Lantern. Well, but, it would have made mean, a hell of a lot more sense if he would have gone to Michigan State, given that he was a Green Lantern. Go Green. He wasn't, he wasn't the Blue it. and May's Lantern. For you oh, out there, man. three of us are Spartans, so there's three Spartans on the show so right many now. Little, like, uh, he's been so many uh, little little green Wolverines throughout the year, and I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> I'll never forget at Michigan State when we had our quarterback, Jeff Smoker. Jeff Smoker was on the field, and the fans would chat. You know, we're going there. It's like, go green, go white, go state. But when Smoker came out there, it was like, smoke green, snort white, go Smoker. Uh, Michigan State wow. stuff, guys. There you go. Let's go quarterback. It's he was college. very, very well known that he doing a lot of cocaine. That's <laughs> it, you know. that. Good for him. Hope he's doing well these days. Hope he's doing well. But Supergirl is moving forward, everybody. We have casting news finally. And of course, Millie's coming forward. Hopefully, she does a fantastic job. Again, she did a great job in House of the Dragon. And she was very young. And now she's, you know, growing, growing, growing. And James Gunn's like, this is the girl for for my Supergirl. So I hope that what I happens is she gets a bigger part. Honestly. I mean, you can't cast too, your wife she's as too old. You know, she's too old, yeah. but she's I love her. I fucking love her. Yeah, but I don't think you could cast his wife as Supergirl. I guess he could, you know. Uh, Rob Zombie casts his wife in every fucking thing that he does. Like, I mean, of course you can. That's, That's Rob Zombie. Do. Rob Zombie can do whatever the fuck he wants at this point. Yeah, yeah. He really can. She's got a, she's got a think, great she's got a great role already on Peacemaker. On Peacemaker, yeah. She's, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Spectacular. she's done yeah. fantastic already. Yeah, she's 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 got a fucking and then she's popping in other movies she's too. She's also not really a so, girl, you know. She's fine. Yeah, so she's a little, woman, little old, a very beautiful girl. woman. She's not old. It's a very lovely human being. Girl, that's a woman I mean, that's beautiful, and she's kicking ass and taking names as we do on Cruise Control with James Gunn by her side. So beautiful. good for her. Happy, happy, joy, joy, only for her. That's all I'm saying. But Sasha's Sasha's gone. We have a new Supergirl coming in. We have Millie coming in. And I know people are fired up about it, but I think give her a chance. Give her a chance. Give James got a chance. His first movie hasn't even come out yet for his new DCU. It'll come out next year when that Patience, does. People. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully it's going to dominate and James Gunn will continue forward and save the DCU. Or it'll get sold to somebody else, and then we'll be talking about a new fucking reboot later. But we'll see what happens. Reboot. Supergirl's coming. Get excited about it, because we are. 
Yeah, thank you for being on Cruise Troy. Happy hump day. Hope you had the hump days of all the hump days of all the hump, 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 hump. And it's so great to have you here. We love having you on a hump day. It's so great. It's so fantastic. My uh, my time frame got blown out of the water tonight, as it always did. I tried really hard. I tried really hard in the beginning. <laughs> Wait, who went out there? Only 40 minutes. Only 40 minutes late. Last time I checked. 40? Oh, 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 oh. I let, it, I let it go to the end. Sabrina wins 53%. Sean, oh, and Mike, nice. Mike, 40%. That's I should have voted. <laughs> I call bullshit. Wait, I call bullshit. You won, I got 0%? What was my... Seven, you got 7%. I, I call bullshit because Mike was so good. I'm oh. not, I'm not, well, I call bullshit because Mike was so good. The, I, I, the audience sorry. doesn't lie, Sabrina. I give well, my, I, I, give, I relinquish my crown to Mike for tonight. You're not allowed I to kept do it that. Going. You don't have the authority. I can do whatever I want. I'm a co-host. I can do what <laughs> I want. Tr that's true. I kept it going for a long time because for about half the show, it was tied between Mike and Sabrina. It was tied. Oh, really? It was at 47-47 for like half the show. Sorry, Sean. But half the show. I don't <laughs> I Let's just skip my takes next time. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> no, you like your takes, Sean. I mean, Sean, I'm sorry. I said Mike. I apologize. You're good. Wait, this, uh, no. This is not real, right? There's no live action Beavis and Butthead. Please tell me that's not real. I hope so. I've seen those oh, gifts and those, so. those uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's happening. I don't even play that, but hot takes are great. Great hot takes today. You know, Mike, Sean, Sabrina, great job again. Mike, dude, coming up in the freaking ranks now, man. Like raising up here. Doing <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the comer. I'll take M that. Mike <laughs> has won. Mike, you've won Mike's... before without getting through half of them. Okay. So just <laughs> I'm busting Sabrina. <laughs> busting up busting makes us all feel good thank you all for being here on a wednesday happy home day on cruise control appreciate you as always uh, you want to see a screenshot <laughs> no 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 i'm just I, no, don't worry about it <laughs> mr sean something on cruise control as always man happy to have you here hope you had a great time happy hump day hope you enjoy the rest of your week and i can't wait to talk to you again next week hope you had a good time man thanks for being here as always as always a great time you know if it's wednesday you know it's got to be cruise control i'll be here thank you guys so much uh, for this opportunity and showing up and just enjoying myself. So thank you. Appreciate you, man. Fuck yeah, kicking ass as always. If it wasn't Wednesday, <laughs> we wouldn't have Sean here. Sabrina, thank you for being here, my lovely co-host. Thank you so much for being on Cruise Control as always. I appreciate you. Hope you had a great time. Great hot takes. Great freaking takes across the board. Happy to have you each and every time here on Cruise Control. And again, I hope you enjoy the rest of your night and kick some ass and dominate the rest of your week. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Two more days yeah. in the week. I'm I'm ready I'm ready to dominate it. Good night, GR. It'll be Friday before you know it. Mr. Mike Casey, too. Thank you for being here on Cruise Control. I appreciate you bringing the knowledge, the facts, the wisdom, and you're throwing that shit on a sandwich and swallowing it down whole and letting people know the facts are real. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, I want to give some love to you guys in the chat. Chat was great tonight. You guys were yep. cracking me up. Absolutely. So thanks for, thanks for your contribution. You guys make it fun. Thanks for having me on, Brian. It's, it's great getting a chance to talk to you guys. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun also tonight. Really quick, I know I say this all the time. If you guys are still watching and you haven't hit the like button, please, please, please hit the like button. It's super helpful. And if you haven't subscribed, which I, I know all of you have uh, who I see, anyway, please, please do that as well. I really, really appreciate you guys. The show's not the same without you. I love interacting with you guys. Thank you so much for showing up all the time. Really, really appreciate it. Love you all. Love you all. Thank you for being here. And we're at like 1,190 some subscribers, so the numbers are still going up all the Amazing. time. Thanks to you spreading the word and thanks to Peppy being out there in the field every day, shitting we'll on the Peppy. news and shitting on your yard. Peppy. 
and making you subscribe. That's all I'm saying. It's fantastic because you know what? The word has to keep going. You have to keep telling everybody. You have to like and subscribe. Join our Patreon if you can. And you got to spread the word. You got to tell your friends, your family, your uncles, your aunts, your grandmas, your grandpas, your great, 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 grandma, grandpa, all the grandparents and all the world that have multiversal grandparents that have also subscribed and they've subscribed and they found another fucking beaver that came into their backyard one day and they was fucking their squirrel and that squirrel was like, you should subscribe. They're like, fucking calm down. Subscribe. That was awesome. That made two more subscribers right there. Then the badger baby come and they have fun with other beaver and all of a sudden the beavers and the badgers and the bears come in the bears are like i'll eat you all and they're like no you subscribe first they subscribe and that's awesome they subscribe and also the mailman comes in he's like oh shit look at the beavers badgers and bears and they're on the backyard and they're like oh they're fucking attacking me they're like no subscribe to cruise control and they did and then they ran away because of course the bear tried to eat the mailman after that but he subscribed so which is fucking awesome and then all the, the fucking kangaroos came in the backyard and like i said on the ring camera like, what the fuck is happening the kangaroos are like wow i should have subscribed too and then they do subscribe then the bear eats the kangaroo but then the kangaroo comes out and shits out of its asshole and finds more babies to subscribe and the oh, fucking man. mailman comes back he's like oh my god i subscribed it's awesome i love the show so much and you can do it too yeah keep spreading that word we love you so much have a great fucking time happy hump day all i appreciate you spread the word why shit going down i don't know what i said right Bye there it's whatever anyways anybody... great. <laughs> a lot of animals it was a lot that was that was full a lot of animals well, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of animals they all subscribe anyways have a great night, everybody we'll see you back on friday and until then see ya